She's a sociable and daring advocate for cancer education, a survivor of the disease. She is a woman using lessons from her ongoing journey to help others outlive and manage the disease. With us today on Call to Serve is Cancer Vibes Education and Support Manager, Mayor Renolda Mahutle. Okay, so can you can you tell us you work for a project that focuses on cancer awareness? So can you tell us more about Cancer Vive? Okay, Cancer Vive it's a project of people living with cancer that was established, mm-hmm. I think, eleven years ago, mm-hmm. by a bunch of crazy women who felt privileged to survive cancer. Annually, every year, we do a right to different communities provinces in fact, mm-hmm. especially desolate communities, people who cannot reach, who has no access to internet and information on motorbikes that are branded. Mm. And uh, it's survivors plus supporters. Okay. Okay. So, so you have many rights too. So it's cool to know about cancer, you make it look cool. Exactly, it's many rights, it's not only 10 days and it's over. Okay. In between, we are invited to, to, to companies, we are invited to shows, and then those who have their bikes, they're using their bikes. So in between, we have many, ri- many rights. A- our education, we do it in a form of a show, mm. where we do a show of music related to cancer and the stigma. Mm. Most our music and our message is to break the silence and the stigma and to bring hope mm. to people because of when they see us, especially as cancer survivors. Mm. I'm going to just make an example with me. I've, been su- I've survived cancer now for the fourth time. And then when people see you and you convey a message as a survivor, it gives them hope. Even those who are hiding and are afraid to go and and, and consult, let's say, to the clinic so that they may help, they come out. So with me, because I'm at the community level, most of the time, I would say 99% of my time it's in the community. Yes, okay. it's in the community. So any community event that has got to do with health or anything, they invite us and then we're there as Can Survive. Can Survive's project is all about early detection, early detection that saves lives because of we are typical examples that okay. if our cancers did not, when were not detected early, mm. we wouldn't be here. I was diagnosed with cancer, I'll say 22 years ago. Mm. Like any girl child, at the age of 16, when I had my cycle, I couldn't go to school. I couldn't stand properly because I was in pain and a heavy flow. Because I did not know that something was growing in my body, like HPV. Excuse Can you just explain human papilloma virus? Because that one, it takes five years to detect in women. Or can you just offer little details? Okay. Human papilloma virus, it's, 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 it's a virus that grows in a body of every girl child, even young boys. But it becomes more effective on a girl child. What happens is when I usually give my message to, 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 to young people or to whatever audience, I, I always say, as much as we are preaching abstinence, our kids are still doing it. Now the virus of human papillona virus does not only infect via sex, even just touching each other appropriately, especially on these parts. 
if a boy has got that virus, he wouldn't know. And a girl as well. But what happens if a boy has got it and it's transferred to a girl? A girl won't know that she has it until at the age of 30. When I say at the age of 30, our health system says a, a pap smear is only done from the age of 30. And I'm sure we can all agree that our kids are sexually active at a very early age. So usually they still see it at the age of 30 and it becomes cervical cancer to a girl child. Now, the message that we are spreading about a, a, a human papillomavirus, we are saying mom or parent there or whoever is looking after a girl child or a boy child, get a vaccine. A vaccine is available at a chemist or at a good doctor. If your girl child is not sexually active yet, take care for that vaccine. You just say it's HPV, human papillomavirus. Any GP will know about that. Same applies to the boy too. If you know as a parent that your boy is not yet sexually active, please take them for that vaccine. Because of if you're already sexually active, yes, you can take it, but it's no more effective like when that person is not sexually active. That is why if you're sexually active, we say do your pap smear regularly. So even men can do a pap smear? No, unfortunately not. We, we, we discourage a, a, a multiple sex partners, but it's still happening. Because cervical cancer also, one of the causes is multiple a, 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 a sexual partners. And now, for example, you hear you don't know what your girlfriend is doing, your girlfriend is don't know what you're doing. And then when you come on contact, because of the hormones, we are the recipients. We receive it stronger. With boys too, it affects them with a certain number of, of, of whatever genital a problems but it's more effective on girls that is why i'm sure you have had a, a, a health health professionals are traveling at schools and they're giving that vaccine to girls at the age of 9 and 11. because of at that age they're not sexually active yet they cannot give to the older ones the only way to beat or to beat cervical cancer uh, as I mentioned earlier, mom there, a sister, parent out there, please take care of your girl and a boy child. Take them for that vaccine. When our kids are at school, we don't know what they're doing. When they're out, we don't know what they do. So prevention is better than cure. Please take them for that vaccine. It stays in the body for five years because of those genital warts are in the body. So if they have that vaccine in their body, it kills the vaccine. And after five years, again, you can take that person after five years. It used to be 1.5, it's now cheaper. You can get it for 800 rands. And we're still fighting it to be 300 rands, if possible, because it's quite expensive. So please take your girl child, take your boy child for that vaccine. Because we have preached ab abstinence our kids still do it. We're still doing it. So just take care of your body. Stop saying you don't have money. 
If you say you don't have money, when money comes, it runs away because you don't have. We spend so much on things and health is wealth. You can't, can't, can't buy your health. You mentioned you first started noticing um, trouble when you were 16. Yes. You got diagnosed at the age of 40. 30, 30. We kept on doing alternatives until I turned 30. When I turned 30, we had a family doctor, which was a specialist that I used to go to on a monthly basis. I went to that doctor every second month. My condition was still the same, but it was managed. When I say until I was 30, because of now at 30, I was already financial stable. I had medical aid. I was working. I first changed my hairstyle, my, my lifestyle, because I thought it had to do with my lifestyle. That's why you had me said, little did I know that HPV was growing in my body because I got sexually active at the age of 19 because I got married at that age and I was young. When I turned 40, I decided to go for second opinion and believe you me, I did not know the word second opinion until then. Went to the doctor, explained how long I've been in this condition and he suggested a very simple method, pap smear. So when I turned 40, that's where I went for a second opinion. And the doctor suggested pap smear and then when the results came, I had cervical cancer that was very aggressive, but it presented itself small at that time. So I went for my first surgery, it was a success. I was supposed to have eight circles chemo. On my fourth cycle chemo, my cancer was spread on my both my ovaries because they did not remove my ovaries and my left breast. But on the left breast, it was benign. Had my second surgery, which was a success, had a long, 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 a cycle of chemo and radiation and seven and a half a, a hormonal therapy. 2011, I had a bit of colon. Bless God, it was detected early and then they managed it. But as, as I'm sitting here now, I am struggling with my bladder, which is the after effects of my radiation, which happened 22 years ago, but the after effects are now. That's why I was hospitalized. My bladder is relapsed. It needs to be uplifted and it cannot be done until it's 100% sure that I've been on remission, but I am cancer free. Because if there's cancer in my body, it cannot take place. Now, does cancer survive also help psychologically, um, you know, people who are dealing with cancer kind of reconcile the fact that there might be after effects like this, you know, that will really change how they live. With me, I'm, do I'm doing counseling to cancer patients, breast cancer patients who are immediately diagnosed. They come to me, I do the counseling and then prepare paperwork, follow, navigate them through the process of the whole journey. That is why I'm able even to know their families. Because I, I need to know if you're working, whom are you staying with, do you have a partner, what is the environment at work? Because of some employers have a tendency of dismissing people. I'm also educating them not to sign anything. Not to sign and not to resign, especially if you are pressurized. So we also have a, a campaign for cancer that lobbies for such things. They get in between employer and patient and patient rights. 
to say yes if you think that you don't want this person here's an offer you're not, not just going to reject that person some of the patients when they are diagnosed they're scared that they're going to lose their job i get that opportunity to pick up a phone and speak to the boss here is pinky here she's been diagnosed with breast cancer she'll be going through this and this and this she will still be able to work it will only be just a certain time she'll be in hospital on monday tuesday the operation is going to take place if everything is well wednesday or thursday that person will be home again only f maybe for two weeks just for the drainage and she can continue to work so that's where we lobby we are saying don't quit yes our support is ho holistic yes it's family it's work it's a patient as a whole don't give up that it's over it's not it's not is discrimination against um cancer survivors something that when you first started with cancer vibe something that you had expected to become to be a reality for a lot of patients i was rejected i'm not talking next door i was rejected by my partner my childhood not even partner husband yes when i convey the news that I, I, I have cervical cancer he went to share the news with his mom and i had only two girls and you know in some cultures if you don't have a, a boy there's no heir and the mother encouraged him to leave him because now they're going to fiddle with my womanhood i won't be able to bore him a son and he left he only came back after five years while I was on the journey of cancer. And I forgave him. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. I forgave that man because I loved him. I knew that it was ignorance. And unfortunately, my mother-in-law, who encouraged my husband to leave me, also died of cervical cancer. And he died. she died silent. Mm. She didn't say a word. We only discovered at deathbed. They had to tell us. Even her, my my. my Sisters-in-law, they were quite, they knew. They never said a word because she was like scared and, and embarrassed that she, she encouraged this boy. So I forgave my husband. And when my husband came, my two daughters were teenagers. Mm -hmm. The other one was at university and he said, no ways, you're not going to take this man back. He rejected you when you needed him the most. I said, hey, this is my husband. You don't know him. It was ignorance. Mm -hmm. And I, forgiveness has helped me. That's why I believe in, even if you are rejected, I have a term that I use. That's why usually when I speak to the patients, I ask them, do you have a partner? And I always ask, how is your partner? How your partner is? The other one says, I don't know if he's going to reject me. And I'll make it a joke and say, good readings to bad rubbish. Mm. If he goes, deal with you. You're, that's the only time you are selfish. You are now number one. You're going to live for you, your kids, if you've got kids, and I don't know, what number that partner can be and i'm not being rude it's reality because i had a minor stroke because of rejection mm. i turned into depression i had to make up my mind and say do you are going to live for pinky and neo and jabli or for sugar so i had to fight so there is a lot of stigma i'm going to make just a typical example in 2018 there was a woman she was 56 she was diagnosed and she had to go through mastectomy. Mastectomy is losing your breast completely. And she was scared because of the, her husband told her, 
if usu say ibele if you get rid of that breast don't come back here yeah a typical zulu man mm. and i had to take that phone with humility and say mm. and i spoke to that man and you know what is the saddest part that women never came back until today we don't know if he's dead We're trying to call her we don't know Do there's we? a lot of stigma my darling there is a lot of stigma when you have your mastectomy i'm talking about mastectomy because of i'm in that field a lot and even the cervical cancer is even worse. You must know if a patient is in the process of a, 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 a cervical cancer treatment, there's no interaction sexually because she's bleeding. And most men reject that. Now, always when I speak to men, I always say, look at me. And then I will say, I'm a go-go. I'm a mom, I'm a go-go. And I'm a sexy old woman. <laughs> I said, look at me, and I'll turn around. Mm. And while they say, hey, hey, I said, I don't have a womb. I lost my womb at the age of 40. I'm still a woman enough. Mm. It makes no difference. If your partner loses a womb, Baba, Begezela, mm. I always make a very silly comment and say, Boyki doesn't even know where the womb is. Mm. Just do your thing. A womb is there to carry a baby, that's all. Same with women too, because when a man is in a process of, of a prostate a, a treatment or testicular treatment, sexually, it stops. And I will always say to this woman, please don't try next door. Mm. Be there, support that man, and things will get back to normal. Mm. And those who just have their mastectomy, after having it, your, your, your vagina gets very dry. I'm speaking to adults, I get mm. Yes. That's where I speak to men and say, please bear with her. Because it will be itchy, itchy. The sometimes she, she wouldn't even want you to touch her. Please, please, please. We even go deeper because I'm part of palliative team too. Go into sexuality and be able to educate them that you can have sex without penetration. Don't just reject your woman because now she doesn't want to. It's, it's only for a time. Mm. So there is a lot of stigma, especially in families and in partners. We're looking at the stigma outside. It's in the house. So we've, we we convey a message with 11 language. Mm. I, for one, can speak nine plus. Okay. Wow. So whether we go to Venda, we are able to go to the level of the people yes. and teach them about yeah, cancer. cancer. Yes, and then we focus mainly on the shy cancers. Mm. As much as we all hear about breast cancer, it's still shy. Yes, yes. It's, it's breast cancer, cervical cancer, it's quite a very sensitive part just to talk about. Mm. We ovarian cancer with is female cancers mm. too, yes. and we go to prostate cancer. Mm. As you see, prostate cancer is still a killer. It's not supposed to because men are not open enough. Yes. Testicular cancer and colorectal cancer, which are the main, main killing cancer. And then now we've added skin cancer okay. as we go on because we've got a, some, in some of our, in our group, there's a young lady by Nikki. Mm. She's a skin cancer survivor and she's young. What, what are the pain points, some of the pain points which you've come across whilst doing this work? You know, because you can be a, like, there's people that don't really go to the clinic to test, but more especially men. And, and as you speak about those uh, 
pancreatic cancer or yes uh, prostate cancers prostate and cancer. yeah yes. testicular cancer yes. yes so what are some of the pain points can you just highlight a bit about them because you've asked me uh, uh, mainly about men what have we have discovered it's when when you speak to men especially african men i'm not being uh, trying to be racist yes. but it is very important even if you convey a message especially speaking about a certain part of a body mm. the way we convey a message is respectfully mm. that's number one yes. and then uh, we have guys that we there are examples testicular cancer survivors among us and then when we convey such messages they always share their journey yes. to those men so that they may see that it is possible and we encourage men not to be scared to go to the clinic it is important mm. to get checked mm. Mm. Yeah. and when it comes to women too I, I am uh, a cancer survivor is also involved with a project with Krisani Baragwanath, mm -hmm. which is Batupili. I am I'm managing that pro a, a project, project at breast cancer. Okay. We still at our unit in uh, a Krisani Baragwanath breast unit, we get very few men. I would say out of 100%, it can be 2% of men mm -hmm. that are coming. And unfortunately, they come late stage three, four with advanced cancers and all that. Now mm. we're breaking that stigma. And then we are saying to women, know your body and everybody else. Yes. Know your body. If you see anything that is unfamiliar on your body, run for help. Here we are, we are a living testament. Mm. So please go and be helped. And cancer survivors don't just convey a message. We also do follow us because of it's important because I do education around the clinic in the whole housing. Mm. And I've got the teams that are working with me. We follow up on clinics to see if they get in those services because of the, the, there's only two services that are free at the clinics is for prostate and for only for cervical cancer. So we encourage them to do that. Mm. So you've, you've, you've highlighted quite a number of cancers, but um, throughout your entire findings, what are the most common cancers among South Africans that you've seen that th these are persistent? Breast cancer, mm -hmm. cervical cancer, Mm -hmm. prostate cancer still mm. now the highest is becoming now colorectal cancer and pancreatic mm -hmm. now they're coming like so we also encourage people about lifestyle because yes. it is important because some of the a, a, a questions that we get it's what can be prevented not to have cancer some mm -hmm. cancers has got prevention some don't but we encourage living a healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. and a living a healthy li lifestyle we're not saying to them when spend money, yes. eat well, avoid fatty food, mm -hmm. do exercise like walking, drink water. Yes. yes, we also promote, in other words, we, we hand in hand with the health sector. Yes. Because as we convey the message, we also want this, the, 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 the stats to decrease. decrease. Yes. Hmm. So the, the, what, 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 what is the main, um, I don't know how to put it, but what would you say is the main killer which is which is it ignorance or is it just a matter of the cancers or is it shock i think it's both mm -hmm. breast cancer is still the main killer unfortunately it, not, it was not supposed to be that mm -hmm. reason being women are coming late mm -hmm. because of they don't know what to look for mm -hmm. that's why can survive it's there mm -hmm. we encourage them every month Le i'm going to make an example every woman whether from age like if you get in your menstruation cycle mm -hmm seven to ten days after your cycle half naked on the mirror check your breasts women young and old think that a breast cancer is only associated with lump yes. 
Yes. It's more than that. It's eight things. Okay. Change of size, change of mode, reflection on your nipples, color, mm -hmm. pain in one area, one breast that grows bigger than the mm -hmm. other one, mm -hmm. discharge. Then you can focus on, on the lump. Because mm -hmm. believe you me, as a person who works at Batupili Breast Unit, mm -hmm. some women are coming, they've never, it's not even a breast. It's a big breast. And she thought just it's getting bigger and bigger. Meanwhile, it was cancer because they didn't know. So cancer vav is encouraging them to know their body and men too. Yes. That men, as much as it is five percent out of hundred percent, they can also have breast cancer. You mm -hmm. can be the first one in the family to get breast cancer, and it can also be very genetic. Yes. And uh, majority of us we're not sure if it's genetic because of some of our parents or our grandparents. Grandparents they never had an opportunity to go and consult. Mm -hmm. Someone had a, a wound that was not healing and someone had a big stomach or whatever in the stomach and it was like myths and all that stuff. So mm. We're breaking the myths. Mm. That is why you'll see our, our, our message is do not be silent. We use boards that are written beyond do not be silent and behind those boards mm -hmm. we address a myths like cancer is not a, 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 a contagious. Yes. It doesn't make you a lesser person. Mm -hmm. It's survivable. Exactly. Yes, early detection yes. Early can detection. save not just even prolong life mm. because some, some of the cancers are very aggressive. Yes, yes we lose some on the way, mm. but we are saying to you, please don't be silent. Yes. Speak to somebody. Celebrate life. Cancer mm. is about celebrating your journey while you're still alive because we're all going to die one way or the other. Yes. So how do you measure the impact of your work? I think we're not there yet, but okay. we're almost there. Because, uh, believe you me, uh, 10 to 11 years ago, no one knew about Cancer Vive. But now mm -hmm. everybody knows about Cancer Vive, especially now, because we're not doing it only annually. Mm -hmm. We're doing it every day, Monday to Friday. Like mm -hmm. today, if I was not go waiting for you, I would have been to a clinic. Mm -hmm. And then we do education and awareness on all clinics. Monday to Friday. Um, as you've mentioned before, part of your project is to instill hope yes. for people that are battling cancer yes. and those that are supporting these people. And caring. And we got support mm. group too. Adding on what I've just said, I also do soup kitchen at Charlotte Matrike to, to cancer patients in radiation unit. Mm. I've been doing it for the seventh year. Okay. So yes. what would you like those people that are battling or those that are, that are silently suffering? What would you like them to know and those that are supporting people that are suffering from cancer what would you like them to know to instill hope in them that cancer you can survive cancer i would like to know to say to to, to people out there do not be silent mm. speak to somebody else cancer it's not a killer mm. live before you die celebrate today because you don't know no one has been promised tomorrow mm. so even taking care of a, 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 a cancer patient. That is why we involved in support group. Mm. It is to say to the caregivers, to help them so that they may be able to cope and know how to interact yes. with a person who's been uh, diagnosed. Mm. Believe you me, I've been there, you become very angry. Sometimes you don't want to talk to anyone else. Mm. And now caregivers, if they're supporting you, they won't understand. Now we make them to understand through support group and we also have a helpline where mm. people can call us if they've got any problems. We've got buddies mm. 
but it's, it's, it's cancer survivors that has been trained. So if on a line, a person who phones is 16 years or it's 18 years, we're going to connect her with Nikki who's 33 years, for example, or 18 years, mm -hmm. who has been through the same journey so that you may be able to speak to that person mm -hmm. and bring hope. Yes. Ways they could understand. Exactly, because of I'm mm -hmm. 63 years of age. If, if someone younger calls me, I'll be able to speak to that person, but it will be better if it's someone they uh, can relate to. that can relate to. I'm going to speak mm -hmm. as a person who's experienced because I've been through this journey, but it will be better off if a body of the same age, it mm. makes sense. It brings hope, hope, hope to, to that person, yes. Okay, so what's next for Cancer Live in 2020? 2021, because of, we all know COVID-19. Yes. We couldn't do our ride last year. Mm -hmm. We hopefully looking forward to do a ride. I am going to share a little bit about this. We're busy with a project yes. that is going to be a patient-free transport patient free transport free transport and i'm, I'm yeah. going to tell you why we decided to do this i see patient defaulting okay. to go for your treatment because of lack of funds lack of money they're not mm. working so we're working on transport that is going to take a patient from home mm -hmm. to the facility of treatment and back home mm. comfortably so that they may be comfortable because one of the yes. things that we discovered as also my first cancer was a cervical cancer and then I know a, 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 a women that are in that journey, the smelly, mm. they're not comfortable in taxis. Mm. Yeah, people will open windows because of they don't know what is happening. Yes. And uh, it's just their the esteem. Yes, yes, there's esteem and that dignity. And then uh, not just that, some of the cancers are very smelly. Mm. And uh, now that transport will make them to be comfortable and not to be scared. Mm -hmm. That even if I have a taxi, but people opening windows and say, they are no, they are no, they are no. So we'll be providing transport for that, hopefully. And we'll doing our ride again. Hopefully because last year we were going to celebrate our 10th complete year. 10 years. So mm. this year it will be 11th year. But, but hopefully. Hopefully it will yes. come right. Yeah. Um, let's hope that the lockdown and mm. people will stay safe. Yes. From... COVID-19, basically keeping the social distancing and abiding by the lockdown regulations. Exactly. Yes. Um, also, you heard it here first on Call to Serve, mm. patient-free ride. Transport. Transport, Transport that yes. is very comfortable. Mm. And we're going to make sure there are there will be survivors yes. who, and, and some nurses, because it's very important to have nurses in those uh, 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 patients, just to see to it, because of I've seen Ukoko. Mm after being examined by a doctor, a, a, a gogo has to go from point B, A, C, D, scan, where, 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 yes. and it's far, and sometimes we even end up calling them through intercom because we know mm. we cannot find gogo. So when it's, there's somebody else that is going through A, B, C, point A, B, C, mm. it will definitely help. I'm communicating a lot with families mm -hmm. to know the well-being of families, and we are able to refer to social workers. So can survive even if with COVID. As much as it was COVID, we were social distancing, but we carried on telephonically yes. with people to check people and to see if they're there. They're still okay. They're still at their treatment. With me, I'm privileged because I can also see it on the system. Hundreds. But thank you very much. It's my for pleasure. The interview. And mm. Thank you for joining us. I think 
the awareness around cancer even i didn't know about testicular cancer like i had no idea i just know about pancreatic or yeah, pancreatic yeah, but yes. yes and yes. not both no, of but it, it, that is quite popular. I popular, mean, mm, yes. I, I had no idea yes. about it. It's, popular so it's, it's all about being informed and mm. not being ignored. And a message, when I, they know Mama Ray, when I'm, I'm speaking to you guys, I always say to young guys or to men, look at the men next to you, not women, and I say, say to that man, love your balls. <laughs> Do you know they're going to love? Yeah. <laughs> but they're going to remember. Yes. And I say that love your balls after telling them on how to check their balls. But in a very decent manner. And say love your boy balls. Mm. Now every now and then that term comes love your balls. You'll remember to check. Love your balls, eh? Mm. Yes, love your balls. <laughs> <laughs>